Hello. Welcome to Mind and Movement, the podcast, where we discuss mindful movement through dance and through life. Hello. Welcome back to this podcast. And I know I've been MIA for quite a while. Um, life has just been lifing and super busy, but I'm going to get this episode out and one more next week. And that'll be the end of the season. I am thinking about bringing this podcast back eventually or even doing episodes by episodes rather than entire seasons because I do want to continue doing this. These last two episodes were recorded in April, so I am uploading them now in July. Again, it's just been a really rough time trying to keep a schedule, but I really appreciate everybody that's listening and for all of your support. Anyways, here's an introduction on this episode and Anthony Weibel. I freaking love Vibel. He has such great energy all the time. Every single time I talk to him, like it puts a smile on my face. And this conversation is exactly that. We talk about his journey, passion, gratitude for dance and how everything has really come a full circle. And I just absolutely love this conversation. Here's a background on Anthony Vibel. Anthony Weibel is a 22-year-old dancer and choreographer from Orange County. He has competed and choreographed with teams such as Underground Dance Team, Team Millennia, and has trained with Voyage Training Team. Anthony is currently an instructor at Offstage Dance Studio and at Steezy. And without further ado, let's get right into this conversation. Hello, uh, welcome to Mind and Movement, the podcast. I am your host, Justine Wei, and today I am joined by Anthony Weibel. <laughs> clap, clap, clap. <laughs> Thank you. Um, tell us who you are. Let's start with a brief background first. Um, hi, my name is Anthony Weibel. Uh, <laughs> I'm 22 years young and yeah. That's it. <laughs> like I'm Filipino and Okay. <laughs> Your demographics, right? <laughs> My demographics. Yeah. Okay. Your background as a dancer. Oh, as a dancer. Oh, that's okay. Well, um, I'm 22. I started when I was 10, so 12 years. Ooh, 12 years I've been dancing. Um, I was on a junior team called the Organization. Shout out to people that know that team. Um, I was on it for two years, and then I joined UG. I was on it for four years, um, two years as a member, and then my third year, I was a captain. Fourth year, I was an assistant choreographer, assistant artistic director. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know what the title is. And then, so I was on it for four years. And then I went to TM for like two-ish years, mm -hmm. two full years. And then my third year was COVID year. Mm -hmm. So I didn't really finish. Mm. And now I teach everywhere. <laughs> and now you teach everywhere. Not everywhere, but I teach a lot. And I still choreograph a lot. And yeah, I think I've been teaching. I started teaching when when I was 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, six years of teaching. Wow. Yeah. What was the, what was the first class you taught? The first class I taught was at, I forgot, it was a high school hip hop club mm. in Anaheim in the Anaheim district mm. my first class yeah it was I didn't know how to teach at all but it was it was fun it was fun a lot of like my teammates 
came and also my directors too at the time. So that was really nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, let's backtrack. Yeah. Um, so what got you into dancing? Part one. Part one. Part one. What got you into dancing? What got me into dancing? Um, I feel like I've always had a thing for like the arts. Okay. So I was always interested in like, you know, like dancing, acting, singing. I did all that when I was a kid. Um, I think dancing specifically, what I remember is I, my sisters were in a Polynesian, were, were taking Polynesian classes. Okay. And then they would be, they would have like shows on, but I wasn't in it. I wasn't. Okay. So every time me and my parents would watch, my parents would always like, you know, those camcorder, video recorder stuff. Yeah. Um, I would always be dancing like on where we were watching, you know? Uh-huh. So I don't know. I feel like I, I've always wanted to dance. Okay. Without like realizing it, you know? Yeah. But um I did I did musical theater too mm-hmm. in elementary school. Mm-hmm. And it was not like dancing, dancing. Mm-hmm. It was just, you know, a little two-step. Yeah. Easy for kids to do in a school play. Yeah. But um, the first season of America's Best Dance Crew came out. I don't know what grade I was in. Fourth. I think I was in like fifth grade. Mm -hmm. Let's say fifth grade. Mm -hmm. It came out. I saw Team Millennia. On America's Best Dance Crew, wow, purple, right? Um, I saw Team Millennia, and something about it, like, I think mainly because they were Filipino, yeah. That I was like, oh, like they're Filipino, they're from Orange County, like, you know, maybe this is something I want to do, you know. Um, and then so I was like obsessed with Team Millennia and those people that like that Team Millennia like eight man group mm-hmm. obsessed and then I told my parents like oh they they hold summer workshops you know so I did SI that was my first like step into dancing um SI seven it was oh, wow. SI Seven. Seven. Wild. I seven in 2010. I was in the juniors advanced program. Um, and my first dance teacher ever, first, first, first ever, Mr. Eric Torres. Shout out to Eric Torres, whom I work with at Disneyland now, who I got to dance with too um on like projects and stuff so to eric but yeah i started dancing at si7 and then the rest is still unfolding history is still unfolding yeah yeah so like when you got into dancing first of all was it like wild to like be on the team that you like saw on tv Oh, crazy. Yeah. I, I, always, I always said full circle. And I never really talked about it. I I was never like, oh my gosh, I saw TM on ABDC and like, you know, this is why I'm joining. But it it was it was so different back then though, where it, it was more just like a motivation for me to dance. I didn't really think when I joined TM that was like the reason why. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's other reasons why I joined joined TM, but like that wasn't the reason. But it just somehow like that's so wild formed yeah you know, a full circle moment. So yeah, it was 
it, it was full circle for sure. And it was also full circle that I taught at SI, which was like, dude, like, you know, I, my first dance class ever was SI and I'm able to teach at SI. Wow. I, I don't know what number that SI was, but I taught at SI twice, which was actually three times. Three times. Wild. It's wild. Yeah. You're so talented. Holy crap. <laughs> no. Yes. Okay. Um, but when you got into dancing, like at what point did you really think, like, you know what, like I could do this as my job? Um, I don't think until like a couple of years after I started to teach. I really don't think that that I wanted to be a teacher. And like, yeah, I, I never thought of it like that. I just think that people believe that because I was young and like good, I guess, mm-hmm. in quotes, mm-hmm. good. And also like I've had choreographed a lot. Like I just make pieces a lot anyway. So I think people just just thought like, oh, he's young. He's in, in quotations. I know you can't see my quotations, but in quotations, good. And you are. Age. Right. And choreographs a lot. Like, let's, you know, have more opportunities for him to teach kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I think the more I started doing it, the more I started to get comfortable, like, in the teaching space and being a teacher and all that stuff. And then um, I think once like I got hit up to like teach for like school comps and stuff, which is like when it's like school teams, you make a lot of money, yeah. you know, because it's like funded by the school. Yeah. So I, I, I don't think until then, like I was like, okay, like maybe I should continue teaching or making it like a serious thing. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I just it just got more and more serious. Yeah, yeah. And it was honestly like my only form of income at all. I. After I graduated high school, I worked as a host for like a month, a month. And then I knew like I didn't want to be a host or work something other than a teacher because say like for me, I was working as a host three days a week, eight hour shifts as a host but one class one class for an hour and a half I made more money in an hour and a half teaching than I did what are that's a lot of hours as a you know three days eight hours yeah and I still make less than an hour Mm -hmm. so it's crazy it's crazy and yeah that's how I knew I wanted to teach was that even the question yes that was (laughs) Um, I guess like teaching, Mm -hmm. what are the, um, challenges that come with that? Let's start there. Um, there's a lot. Yeah. (laughs) One, I would say on the creative side, Mm -hmm. like you're burnt out a lot. You know, because you're making pieces for class. I, I think like for me, I know everyone's different, but for me, it's like there's three ways of me choreographing. It's like one choreographing for myself, one choreographing for the stage, and then choreographing for class. Those are three different like types of pieces like that I make, you know. Mm-hmm. And they're all different. And it's like when you choreograph for class and you think of like other people too, 
Mm-hmm. Think about like, oh, what can I teach in an hour and a half? What is good enough? That is worth people paying $12 for, you know, and still good for an hour and a half. Basically an hour if you're counting like groups and stretching and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, you experience burnout because you're you're just on the go all the time. Mm-hmm. And then two, like you, for me at least, like when it's, when you're teaching a lot, you like get tired or I've gotten tired quick, you know, just cause it's like one after another, like, plus I hate driving. <laughs> I hate driving. Me like. Too. And I know people drive further than where I have to be a lot of time, but I, I hate driving. And mm-hmm. that's like the worst part for me too, mm-hmm. is because I'm tired physically and mentally. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's another thing too. And also just like, I don't know. I feel like now too, as a teacher, like, like you you're you are your own business and you have to market your classes in order to make some form of income and one of the best ways dare i say to market yourself is like social media yeah it's always posting and all that stuff always releasing good content for people to come because you are like selling your not selling yourself i shouldn't say that but like you know, you want people to come yeah. because, you know, yeah. it's your job because you're getting paid to do that. So yeah. it's tough. Yeah. Sometimes. But I would say like all the good stuff, all the positive stuff outweigh every single, you know, struggle that there is. Right. So what is that? <laughs> Which is, um, I love to just like, be able to choreograph and just like put it on people and they're just like killing it you know if you've ever taken my classes and I know you have and you can attest that every class that I teach I'm always like do it your your own way yeah this is just like the skeleton I want you to just feel it and do the piece however and it's great just watching people just feel themselves in class, you know, yes, comfortable. And I love watching that. I, I love connecting with people. I think I, I feel so happy when after classes, people are like, Oh my gosh, thank you so much for class. You made me feel really like safe and comfortable to just, you know, to just dance however I want to dance also like to make to experiment Mm -hmm. and also just being like I think just my personality too is like it it makes people more it makes people more open yeah to telling me like to want to come up to me after and talk yeah which I love because you know I, I don't normally you know, think that people would talk to me. Really? I don't know. Like you're so approachable though. Approachable, that's the word. Yeah, you are. But I I just think like all the things that people say to me after classes really like warms up my heart and makes me want to like keep doing it, you know, to keep teaching Mm -hmm. how I teach. You know, I, I feel like there are ways that like I can improve on teaching, but like in a human sense and not talking about dancing, but, but like people come up to me and express their feelings and all that stuff, even if it's like, you know, negative, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. which is like, I didn't know I had that impact on people. And that's not even talking about the dancing part. Right. So 
Yeah. Yeah. I, it makes me happy, you know? Yeah. And I love, I just love teaching because yeah. I love to talk. And that's, I get to talk for an hour and a half. Yeah. 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 Um, I think like you hit something there that's like um, teaching isn't just about the dance aspect of it. Right. But like the connection and like the human aspect of that. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, besides your choreography, which is slays, um, <laughs> what do you think you do well as a teacher? And then follow up is like, what did you think that you still need to improve on? Um, I think I do well, like I said, just being approachable and open and making people feel safe and comfortable in the class, Mm -hmm. regardless if it's like their first time taking a class, first time taking a advanced class, first time taking for me, you know, I, I think I do a good job in always reassuring that this is just the class right so it's okay to mess up it's okay to be extra it's okay to you know make choices in this class because that's what class is for you know and I always say it every single time even if you take my class every single week I will say the same thing every single week you know and because you know, every class, there's always at least one person who's new, you know, mm-hmm. and I want to keep saying it so they feel comfortable, you know, mm-hmm. to be able to not think about the negative stuff. Right. Um, I think I need to work on some, it's not like a serious thing, but it's just like, I like to talk, but also sometimes, you know, you know, when I, when I teach and I, I just like say like random stuff and then, you know, it's, but I mean, maybe to some people they're like, oh my gosh, she's so like funny. Like, yeah, I think so. I'm like, it's kind of distracting me because I just want to talk and I'm like not focusing on teaching the choreo. That makes sense. And also another thing that I need to improve on is like my um slow of time because I feel like some days I'm really good at like breaking it down Mm. and let's teach more but it's like still like it's not a short piece like I still get to teach a lot of it and I do a really good job at just brushing through it all but there are some days where I like say like if it's a harder piece mm. to teach I like take my time mm. and then I end up teaching just like 20 seconds you know what I mean mm. which I feel isn't worth mm. an hour and a half I feel like an hour and a half and you you giving me your time and you spending money to be here to take my class I want to give you a good amount of material mm. rather than like just 15 seconds no you know yeah which is also why I like to teach at nine because a lot of the times there's no one after me so sometimes I don't rush right but when I teach like when there's someone after me I I get all like oh, I remember shoot. that yeah I need to stop here I need to stop on time you know and I want to respect the next choreographer too because I don't want to go over their time so I'm like this so it's like I need to work on you know sometimes I watch people or I take class from teachers and they teach so much and they're still in their time frame and I'm like how do you do it pacing 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 um a lot of things go into that um we could say that for another day but a lot of things go into that I think about that with um like Austin for example this man teaches so fast (laughs) Mm -hmm. he like 
This is so funny, actually. The way Austin teaches is really funny. He, um, the first eight count, he will break down for you. Like he'll spend like 10, 10, 15 minutes on the first eight count. And then towards the last 15 minutes of class before the groups, he, right, he teaches like four eights and I'm like, Austin, what the heck? Yeah, sometimes I end up doing that. Yeah, I think you I did too. Up, I start off slow I'm sort of, and then I look at the time and then I'm like, oh shoot. Let me just teach the rest of the piece. Yeah. But yeah, I think it also is, it's a case by case thing. Yeah. Like it depends on the piece. Depends yeah. how many people are there too. You know, when there's, I feel like when there's a less, lesser amount of people, mm. I tend to take more time mm. because I can see everybody mm. compared to when it's like a packed class or like when when there's a lot of people I feel like I go faster because it's like when I'm like there's a lot of people here I want to make it worth their time mm -hmm. and then too like I also can't really tell if they're struggling or not yeah it's harder for no sure you know yeah I think it just depends on the day yeah yeah um I realized you didn't give context for where you teach oh <laughs> I fortunately teach but now I know but I teach often at uh stage by GRV thank you so much for giving me the opportunity because honestly like I never thought I would teach at offstage really like like I think at first I was like oh my gosh thank you like yes I'm so down to teach and then that I mind you I saw on the first day of, of the opening and then I was like okay I'm teaching on the first day all right let's go and then they they posted the flyer of like the whole week the whole the lineup of the week mm -hmm. for the opening and I was like, who am I like on a flyer for the grand opening of a GRV studio with all these like talented friggin' teachers who have been doing it for so long, you know? Mm. So I was like, oh my gosh. But yeah, I teach offstage. <laughs> but I, like you deserve you definitely deserve this lot. Thank you. I, yeah. I, I, it, it's like, I, I need to make it deserving or if I mean, I don't know if I said that right, but like, yeah. like, since I do have this slot, I don't want to take it for granted and, and then have a, or teach classes that I, I'm just like, you know, have yeah doing it. And it yeah. shows because people hella show up for your class and i'm extremely grateful for that yeah and, and it shows so grateful and i'm just grateful to have that platform to to teach at yeah i feel like you're grateful gratitude 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 um like just shows overall like in this whole conversation and then in every conversation we've had like it's really like that's what you lead with yeah and I think like for me if I don't mm -hmm. do that mm -hmm. then why am I doing it you know Mm -hmm. At least for me, I just feel like I know when I don't feel good, mm. you know, mm -hmm. and I don't want to, there are days where like I would have to teach and I'm like, like I'm tired and I have to teach, but I don't want to teach. But then I get there and I'm like, okay, like I see people are here for me. You know, mm -hmm. they're taking, I'm 
always thinking they're taking their time out of their day, of their yeah. week, of their Friday, or whatever day I teach to be here with me in this moment. And I don't want to waste their time. You know, I, I am considerate. Yeah. You know, I just, you know, because if I were to go to a class, you know, I want the teacher to be like that too. Yeah. So it's like, I, I feel like the way I teach is how I want, how I want a teacher. If I was taking their class, right? how would I want them to teach, you know? Yeah. Because I'm also a student, you yeah. know? So, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so now where are you currently at with dance if you're not teaching at offstage? Um, I'm trying, I'm really trying to choreograph. <laughs> but on my off days, I'm so tired mm-hmm. because I, right now, I work at Disneyland. Hey. <laughs> at Disneyland. <laughs> yeah. So right now, I'm taking a break from teaching because I'm preparing for a parade and I'm preparing for a show. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of rehearsals, mm-hmm. overnight rehearsals, a lot of physical, yeah. physically demanding things. For sure. And also um, sacrificing rest and sleep for it. So. We're doing that now, but is it fun to work at Disneyland? Yes. Yeah. Oh, also, I want to add. Yeah. So I remember when I was a kid, mm. um, it was called the parade that they had at the time. It was called the Parade of Dreams, right? And then, so I remember, so my my family took a trip to Disney. We stabbed on the on main street and then i think like 30 minutes before and then the parade was about to come and the lights like shifted and all that stuff like it it was like it was showtime yeah and then i just remember watching the parade and being like oh my gosh this is magical and i remember seeing the dancers too and i was like this looks so fun you know and they're so like they were so interactive with the guests and me and and I was like oh my gosh this is I want to do this someday you know and that was before I even thought about dancing yeah I just wanted to be in the parade you know and then look where we are now I my first parade my first day on the parade route, doing the parade, it was magical, so magical. And yeah. it's like, it's crazy because I was on the opposite side, you know, interacting with guests, seeing the kids, like, it's just so fun. Yeah. And you might have inspired a kid to like, want to dance. Watch. And he is going to be on right off stage flyers <laughs> in like 15 years yeah what <laughs> yeah. yeah basically and it's like it's crazy but it's also fun that I get to do it and it's fun that it's a Disney you know yeah you know, like people say like like when you go like backstage and you're working there that you lose the magic you know which is like true in some aspects Mm -hmm. but really like I still find myself being like oh my gosh like this is crazy you know yeah so yeah yeah okay um what other where do you see dance taking you um I feel like if you had asked me this question pre-pandemic, it would be such a 
totally different answer. Okay. What was, what is the answer? My answer right now is I'm just going with the flow. Okay. I'm like not really thinking too far ahead. I do eventually want to do more stuff Mm -hmm. that isn't just like teaching, Mm -hmm. you know, just experiencing new things that the dance world has to offer. Um, But right now it's just like, whatever happens, happens, you know, and today I could say that. And then maybe tomorrow I could be like, like F it, like, let me try to get signed, something like that, you know, Mm -hmm. but it's more like chill, more chill. Yeah. So what was your approach before the pandemic? I'm just Before pandemic, the height um of 2020 the beginning of 2020 I started off so strong and I had like so much confidence in myself and I was teaching like every week I was doing all this stuff you know busy 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 teaching here and there everywhere everywhere you know and compared to right now when I say like I teach all the time I get tired right because I don't have time to myself but back then, I was always like dancing, always teaching, always choreographing something new. Every single, it was very like fast paced. So if you were to ask me that, I'd be like, yeah, like I, I want to be like a big choreographer. I want to be able to travel. I want to travel and teach. And I want to back a dance, do like have all these like goals, mm-hmm. but only because my life was like, so like boom 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 like let me just keep going mm-hmm. you know which might maybe would have bit me in the ass in the end because I would just feel tired right now right you know? but because of the pandemic and I feel like everyone can agree that our lives slow down for sure right and things change you know your mentality and you know you you're focusing more on yourself yeah and I learned that I need to give myself more time to to rest right you know, and not be so you know because once once we had to like quarantine and all that stuff like I really had no idea what I was going to do because my life went from like a hundred to zero Right. Like literally a hundred to zero because right. I was so much. And I had so much to do and then I couldn't do anything at all. And then I didn't like focus on my mental health, my physical health. Like I was just bearing through bearing through it all. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, I just want to do this, wanna do this without thinking like, well, what can I like really handle, you know? So now it's just like, like I know myself, you know, yeah, more thankfully to the pandemic yeah. in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. So what does it mean to know yourself more? Um, learning to say no for sure. Cause I'd always say yes. I know my worth a hundred percent, you know? Mm-hmm. Like there are times recently, you know, where, you know, things, when things start to open back up and like people are inviting me to teach there, but it's like, I think for me, I don't know if a lot of teachers feel like this, but the way people like studios or whatever, whoever's contacting me is giving me like, hey, are you done to teach, blah, 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 in, in, in not a professional way. Mm. What does that and mean? Like, in, like you're asking me to teach, right? Right. You're inviting me to teach. You're asking me to give me my time to teach wherever for right. you guys. Right. But if you if it's like a dm and it's very like like 
here's what I want. Let me just say. Yeah. Okay. Sure. What I would prefer, okay. and I would say yes to, yeah, is when, when people would say like, okay, hey, my name is blah blah blah. I'm here, blah blah blah. Um, we're hosting da 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 on this day. Here's the time. Um, your compensation. Kind of just laying everything out before gotcha. I even say anything. Gotcha. Rather than just like, hey, are you available? That mm-hmm. like, no, yeah. you don't. You, you know, I know my worth, and I know I'm not like, I'm not gonna take that. Yeah. Because I deserve a better invite, you know? Right. So that's like knowing myself because I'm not like, I'm thinking if they're saying it like that, if they're already like, like messaging me or contacting me like that, then I feel like that's the the energy I'm going to get when I get to that place to teach, you know? Yeah. It's just like, it's a professional thing. Yeah. You know, so you want like a more well-planned, like intentional ask. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, I this is a business. Right. You know, I'm, I'm my own business. Yes, you are. So even if it's like freelance stuff, it's still like a job you know so that's knowing myself I don't know okay yeah 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 just like a lot of mental stuff where it's like you know give your energy to the right things if you can't do it then say no like it's okay and it's okay to take breaks I'm taking a break from teaching it's okay to do that back then I wouldn't have done that Mm. I was always like like that but I've taken I've taken I remember I think end of last year Mm -hmm. I took a week break just a week but it felt so good to like not have to dance yeah yeah you Uh, definitely deserve more breaks than that (laughs) (laughs) but but then again it's also like me too because after that week I was like let's go back into it you know and that's like you know I'm listening to myself you know like I wouldn't have gone back if I didn't feel good still you know so but unfortunately this break is because of job duties yeah I mean I can't imagine if you had to teach and do this job at the same time like that sounds rough I think like again like how I said I want to go teach a class and give my 100% but I don't I really think I can't right now because you know there's just a lot going on yeah where I don't have the time for it although a part of me is like, I miss it so much. Should I just F it? But then it's like, I know myself, you know? Yeah. So if I want to, then I want to. It, as long as I like feel good about it and know I can give it, give my energy into it or put my energy into it. Yeah. When do you think you'll be able to teach again? Um, Like next year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping like um, at least give me another month. Okay. I should get like maybe in another month and then you can ask me again. Okay. Maybe it's like, oh, ask me in a month again. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You know, I got to listen to my body and also like my managers (laughs) managers <laughs> and my scheduling because I actually don't have time <laughs> yeah um last question um when the journey gets hard how do you get yourself to keep going when the journey hard 
Yeah. When the journey gets hard, how do you? Is it like a riddle? I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's a riddle. What's the answer? <laughs> what do I? What do I do to keep going? What do you do to keep going? Um. Honestly, I feel like I'm. I'm very like. I think a lot of great things come out when things get tough. Mm. Like you learn a lot more about yourself. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, like when things are hard and you're just like, it's like when things get hard or if you're scared to do something. Okay. But you're like, but you do it. After, you know, great things come after. Yeah. You know, like you learn more about yourself. Like, like, okay, like, wow, I just did that. If I can do this thing that I thought was so hard, I can probably do the next thing that I thought that I think is so hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, it's it's a lot of just like cheering myself on in my head. Yeah. What do you say? I I always say I think I can do it. Okay. Which is like so cheesy, but I really think so. Yeah. Like for example, like when I'm on the parade route, it's long. Yeah. And you're dancing the whole time, and I get tired for sure. But then like once I reach halfway, I'm like, all right you're halfway you can do it come on I know you're tired but you're only halfway you can finish it and then I get towards the end and I'm like all right there's the finish line right there just keep going just keep going I know you're tired just keep going it's gonna end soon anyway so you might as well you know um that's like my mental oh what a great voice to have in your head (laughs) (laughs) and it's like it's at least in like dancing because I'm dancing the whole time right yeah and it's hard for me to not go full out even though I'm tired and I'm wearing like a heavy costume it's just so hard for me to chill it's so hard but I'm like I'm just gonna do it because I know like say before I even step off the parade route I'm like I'm tired I know it's gonna be long I know I'm gonna be tired I know I'm gonna be sweaty blah 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 all that stuff my body's gonna get tired but then I'm like I know it's only for like 25 minutes Mm. that 25 minutes can go by fast Mm -hmm. once it's done it's done okay I just did it wow that wasn't too bad wasn't it all right let's do it one more again going back so it's a lot of mental hyping myself up because I know I can do it. I think I just get nervous and I, I think things are hard when they're not really hard, mm. you know. And then in in a in a not dancing thing, like, you know, I have social anxiety, you know. So which is weird because I talk a lot. <laughs> yeah, I would have never expected that. You know, I have social anxiety. But I think I'm always telling myself like, okay, like, like, it, this is a new group of people that I don't know, but I like, I should just talk to them. Mm-hmm. What's the worst that can happen? At least I talk to them. Like what? Like, yeah. You know? So I'm scared. Right. But then I talk to them. I talk a lot through my, and then next thing you know, like, we're like best friends. <laughs> You know, so it's like you learn something when when it's when things get hard about yourself. Yeah. And and for me, it's just like flipping that switch in my brain mm-hmm. to not think of the negative stuff. Yeah. You know, of what could happen, like what bad could happen, and it's like you know that saying when it's like you never know until you try. Like obviously, like. Yeah, you never know until you try. And then when you try it, 99% of the time, it always ends up being 
something positive or something good that, you know, was the opposite of what you thought of. So wow. that's how I get out of bad things. It's just like, yeah, Bible, I, yeah. get your stuff out of the gutter. I feel like people have like multiple different voices in their head and you just happen to have like a predominantly encouraging um voice that you listen to more often than not which is amazing because that's not most people I feel like yeah it's just that voice in my head the negative stuff is me the negative things that I think is is me and then there's that voice there's only that angel right here on my show so your angel and your devil side right the devil is me you're both though I could be both (laughs) (laughs) okay anyways okay rapid fires and then we're done um a moment you can think of that makes you instantly joyful like rapid fire like it's just one straight answer uh I guess you can give as many as you want (laughs) whatever comes to your mind first um what was the question um a moment that you can think of that instantly brings you joy brings me joy oh that's a lot of things I will say um the whole time I was we were doing the Bible project for Max Dow brings me so much joy it's a fire set thank you um I guess similarly um most favorite or meaningful piece that you've danced um uh Oh, <laughs> that's going to be really hard. Why? Because I feel like I, I been liking a lot of the pieces I've been making. Yes, all of your pieces are so great. So I, I think the one piece that would combine both the one piece that I would do over and over and over again and teach forever if I could. Yeah. Is my POV piece. Mm. Never got to take it. And I taught it five times and I'll teach it five more again. Love that. Um, favorite holiday? My birthday. Should be a holiday. When's your birthday? Well, baby. Sorry? July 12th. July 12th. Oh, it's soon, kind of. Cancer season. <laughs> um, something that you appreciate about yourself? Um... I'm always giving good energy. <laughs> always. Yes, you are. And it could be annoying a lot of times, but who cares? Love it. I love it. And then lastly, a quote or affirmation that really resonates with you. Um, I once saw on a whiteboard at Starbucks. Okay. It said, a, a beautiful day begins with the beautiful mindset. Yeah, yeah. I saw that Starbucks. The end. And that's Thank it. you so much for your time. Thank you. You're so great. Your energy will radiate through in your voice thank you so much for listening we have one more episode left and i'll definitely be uploading it next week